Cracking you fucking bush leaguers and welcome back. This is episode number 73. Oh, it's been Barry an interesting Bonds. day. What? Yes, Barry Bonds, the home run record. I love that shit. Put him in the Hall of Fame, please. Uh, but I am here with my motherfucking co-host, Daniel. What's going on? It's cracking homeboy. Good to see you back. Thank you for having me back. Indeed. Also here with the DH. Yo, what up, y'all? Nice to see you, Daniel, once again. Nice to see you guys, too. Nice to be on again. Always enjoy my time here. Regardless of whatever ugly-ass angel shirt you decide to wear today. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I know. Hey, but we're, we're in the same boat as uh, as me right now, so I, I won't take that personal. We, yeah, you know, we're, we're in this together. <laughs> me and you against Boski on this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. We, out of the three of us, only one of them actually has a game to watch tomorrow. Yeah. Did you say oh, Boski yeah. DH? There you that, go. Your favorite that's me. professional Sunday leaguer. That's me. I'm Boski. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go around the horn. Uh, DH, what you drinking, fool? I got myself a little rum and coke. Uh, a little cracking rum. Oh, this oh. Delicious. <laughs> okay, With okay. Coke. Feeling nice. nice and loose. Ready to go for episode 73. That's what's up. Go. Daniel, what are you drinking? Fucker. So, yeah. So I recently uh, <laughs> just moved, like recently, as in uh, Thursday. So about three days before we record this, have not yet made a uh, store run. So my refrigerator is looking pretty empty right now. I'm talking, uh, I think, of orange juice, a couple of things of Gatorade, and uh, that's about it. So I'm just drinking on some Gatorade right now. Nothing too crazy. Nice. Have to make that first, I guess, first official. Uh, store run of the new place so yes well congrats man the new place is definitely important yeah thank you yeah that's the main reason why i've been uh almost radio silent for a little while for the podcast just packing unpacking moving stuff and just yeah yeah, it's a little bit of a process but in the end it'll it'll all pan out it's those who know adult adulting exactly adulting adulting is the name of the game (laughs) yeah who said that was going to be fun (laughs) nobody yeah we're here and uh yeah, so nothing yet. Just like I said, just some Gatorade. But definitely next time I am on, I'll have uh, a proper drink for sure. You have a little, some, a little something, something. Uh, DH, yep. do we have a sponsor this week? We do, Boski. But before we get into our sponsor, what are oh. you drinking? Oh, that's right. Um, you know what's funny? Because when you mentioned what you were drinking, it's because I'm drinking the same thing, and I, I meant to say I'm oh, drinking shit. the same thing. Yeah, it's a, a Captain, Captain and Coke. All right, very nice, very yeah. nice. But uh, Great minds on that note, like. Yes. Exactly. This episode, this episode is indeed brought to you by Frank's Fake Friends. Need a friend? Always having dinner by yourself? Or just at a lame party and need an excuse to leave? <laughs> Text Frank's Fake Friends and get an immediate phone call or visit from a fake friend today. Pay by the minute or the hour. Here today, gone tomorrow with Frank's Fake Friends. <laughs> so, on that note, Boski. Oh, dude, yes, we're here. Episode 73. That's good. <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, go hit him up. You know, if you guys are feeling lonely, go hit him up. 
<laughs> a whole different kind of lonely. I guess. Uh, uh, Mr. Lonely. You guys remember that Akon song, Mr. Lonely? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do remember that one. Too funny. But uh, hey, got some fact checks from last episode. We talked about some blown nuts, Seattle Mariner style. <laughs> That's right. And uh, yeah, I uh, thanks to Daniel, I do have a link for those five blown nuts. Uh, they were by in the Mariner's players. history. Yeah, in Mariners history, we were talking about last episode about Mariners uh, blowing test more testicles than making the playoffs, and there are four <laughs> Mariners players that have unfortunately uh, felt the pain of missing the playoffs and blowing their nuts. Mike Parrott is the first one, and then uh, he was a pitcher. Uh, I think he just took a straight shot to the nuts. Uh, Josias <laughs> Manzanillo took one uh-huh. off of Manny Ramirez. Oof! Busted both Oof. his nuts. Both. Yikes. <laughs> and then there was Adrian Beltre. Uh-huh. There was Adrian Beltre, who I can't believe I, I forgot about him. But yeah, he uh taking a ground ball to third base, uh, not wearing a cup, and felt the pain of that one. Third then, base, course, though, not Canada. wearing a cup. That's like no. that's that's a risky uh, move. I, I would never think of doing that ever in the history of ever. Fuck that. Yeah, you did say, you know, if it's gonna happen to me once every eleven and a half years, I'll take my chances. So I don't want to know. That's on no, that shit hurts, dude. <laughs> Uh, did I ever yeah. tell you guys about when I got in the nuts? Um, I might I might have talked about it last week, so we can skip. Yeah, that. I think you were playing catch with somebody. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, okay. he he didn't uh, signal what pitch he was throwing to you. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and he just throw, he throws a random fucking curveball, and mind you, is a good ass curveball. Dude's yep. dude's never pitched in his life, and he throws his fucking hammer on me. I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, yeah. I took I took one straight to the nuts uh, in uh, pr- softball softball practice uh, two days ago. My daughter's softball team. We were thank goodness we were just doing soft toss uh, wiffle ball. But my niece, yeah, my niece uh, took one straight uh, straight to the junk for me. What was the, so, what was anyway. the exit velo on that one, huh? <laughs> I don't remember, but you know, I played it off though. I did play yeah, it off. There you uh, go. It like it like uh, it like caught like took- the tip. It caught your tip just like what. <laughs> You know, it, it got me like just above, like just above, and um, <laughs> you know, I felt it. Definitely oh, it got, felt it. Got it, sh- it got shaft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next go. fact check that I have, I got uh, San Diego Padres over the last fifty games actually won sixteen games, not fourteen, as I thought. And had they swept St. Louis in September from the seventeenth to the nineteenth, uh-huh. then they would have finished one game ahead of St. Louis. If they would have swept them and just played 500 ball the last 50 games, wow. but St. Louis was the one that swept them uh, in San yeah. Diego. Yeah, I uh, Vladdy Jr. That. is 22. Yeah, Vladdy Jr. is 22 years old, same same age as Juan Soto. Yep. And so I just wanted to fact check that real quick too. And there's something too about San Diego that's pretty crazy too. Like they got rid of the uh, was it their manager? Yeah. I mean, it is officially now. Yeah. We got yeah, they got gone. rid of him, and it's like. I don't know if it's necessarily on him or what, but it's just like, does it, do you think a manager makes that big of a difference? I mean, last season he was you know going to be manager of the year, and then all of a sudden this season he's he's out of the job. Yes, a manager does yeah. make a difference because I'm just going to say two words: Red Sox. There's your Alex first Cora. Boston Red Sox reference of the day, ladies oh, and gentlemen. And I, no, I will not do that. I am not gonna become that. <laughs> market, market. What's the, what's the I, what time? I, I, I am not gonna that? become which I hate. <laughs> no, but I, like more so, yeah, yeah, for more so, not so much a manager change a manager to a different manager because yeah, I think that makes sense. But from one manager being again like manager of the year caliber to the very next season, the very this very same manager now being fired, it's like 
Yeah. What that would really be an changed. interesting stat. That would be an interesting stat. Manager war. Right. I wonder if they, ah. if they could even. I think you know. Damn. Calculate that. We got some homework. <laughs> we got right? some homework to do. <laughs> yep. But I don't know. I think so. You you never know. I just think it just takes one guy to create a culture where players want are bought into it, and then they they do the work. It's really about getting the players to do their best work. And can you get a manager to do that? Yeah, I think so. So. Who knows? I mean, yeah. the Tangle Padres are there in the market for a new guy. I've heard that Ron Washington is a name that they're yeah. after. I've, 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 guys, like, I've heard the name uh, Bruce Boshi get thrown around. I don't know if I mentioned that last week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I heard yeah. that too. It seems like they're they're going to dip in that well. So it will be determined. Probably, I would expect before the end of the month, they find somebody. They're um, not going to let it go on too long. Uh, they might announce it right well, after the World else? Series. Well, because who else? There's not really a race right now because the only other opening is the Mets. So it's not like there's like four teams looking for a manager and you got to hurry up and hire the top one or else he's going to go to the other team. There's only two teams right now that he manages. So I guess they yeah. can technically kind of slow play it a little bit. It's not a huge rush. Speaking and I don't really see any names mm-hmm. coming up anytime yeah. soon. I, I got would have fired them by now. I got a name that came up uh, per uh, John Boy and Talking Baseball and all them. They posted earlier today that uh, do you remember do you remember the guy's name that uh fucking that you remember the, the Jonah Hill? You guys know Jonah Hill, yeah, right? yeah. Hey, he's the guy that he was in uh, Moneyball. So they posted like yeah, a pic- right. they posted a picture of him and he played Paul De Podesta in Moneyball. So that it seems Is that like his character. No. Yes, and so it seems like he is the lead candidate for the Mets uh, GM vacancy. GM, yeah, the Damn. Mets got a, Mets. Mets almost got to make a whole new house. You know what I mean? Like they went through like two GMs last year because I think the first one got caught up in the Dick Pick Mick um, <laughs> scandal from when he was there um, as a manager. And so yeah, they they've have to clean almost the whole house. There was a, quite a few, quite a few dick pic mix in that organization. <laughs> Come to uh, find out, that yeah. had to see their way out, and so <laughs> no pun uh, But it, and then another another thing that I heard about them is too that they were they were trying to get, um, oh crap, what's his name? His name's slipping my mind. Cubs, uh, Epstein, Epstein, Theo Epstein. They're trying, Theo. trying Theo, to get yeah. him to run their organization, and he he turned them down. He just said it's not not a good opportunity for me well, right now. Theo's the type Did of guy in that, a nice way. Yeah, Theo's the type of guy that he wants to have complete say so. And I'm guessing with the owner uh, being as involved as he is in New York, I'm guessing he probably knew it wasn't going to be like uh, his yeah. show to run. Yeah. The, the thing about Theo everything. is like, he's the alpha in that office. And yeah. He they, can call his shot. Oh yeah. He's calling it like it's his way or the highway. Yep. Plain and simple. You can't have too many chefs in the kitchen. That's true. Not, not, not in the, angel fans not, that. You cooks. yeah, not in the major leagues anyways. Yes. Right. So uh, much to be determined there on that end. A um, little bit later on in the season, I think. Uh, I do want to shout out the Sunday leagues real quick. Boski, our boy Razor Ooh. Ramon, ah, played in a semi semifinals game today. Shout okay. out to him and the team, the squad, the Reds playing in the San Bernardino Veterans League came out on top today, nine to eight, and they're oh, moving shit. on to the championship. Nice. Um, he had to catch the Razor. <laughs> Do you think he wore a cup? The dude had to catch. He said, "He said, hey, go figure. I I know how to catch." And I was like, "Well, I'm sure. You, I'm sure everybody, you know, can 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 catch behind the plate if and you that, really and wanted that, to." But in that league, he, 
Yeah, he came through for his team, though, uh, three for four with a couple RBIs. What a boy. And sends him to the championship. So shout out to Razor and the squad over there. Did he call Montana you for advice league. or what? <laughs> no, actually, um, I I hit him up. I was like, hey, man, so how would the game go today? And they're like, yeah, we won. I had to catch. And I was like, damn. All right. Good looking out, man. Good Text stuff. DH, what am I doing back here? I don't know what I'm doing back here. <laughs> he's a ball player, dude. He'll he'll yeah. put him anywhere. He's yeah, gonna, he'll he's he'll shine, figure it no out. No matter what. He'll yep. figure it out. Um, Fontana Baseball League, um, our alma mater, Boski. Yes, they're in their <laughs> they playoffs, the playoffs, aren't they? Yeah. They are in their playoffs. The Sun Devils came out with a 13-1 record in the regular season. Uh, the Upland Mets, I've heard a lot about this team, came out at 11-3. and And then the California Reds, 10-3 and with one tie. The IE Cardinals, 9-4. and Redlands Pirates, 8-6. and The Pride... At eight and six, SoCal Royals seven and six with one tie, and the Jackets, just the Jackets, the Jackets, no color, not, not yellow or or blue. blue or anything, just the Jackets. What? Let me see. Let me pull up this <laughs> website. Maybe indoor. Maybe the indoor Jackets. The Jackets. If the AC is really color, cold, I guess I don't know. The flat yeah, Jackets. But they they made it into the playoffs at five, eight, and one. So um, in the first round of the playoffs, the IE fuck? Cardinals took. <laughs> It's a terrible what? The record, the five, eight, and one. Seriously, the yeah, you know, hey, this is Sunday one, leagues, two, three, It's four, a Sunday five, leagues. They had eight. Well, I guess to avoid a bye week. Okay, whatever. There you go. Well, anyway, um, that the Jackets didn't make it past the first round anyway. They lost to the Sun Devils, eleven seven. I.e. Cardinals nine to five over the Pirates. SoCal Royals upset the Upland Mets ten seven. And the I'm California not, Reds I, I, 9-8 over the Pride. I'm not surprised with the SoCal Royals. They they always show up for playoffs. They won right. maybe three, four seasons in a row at one point. Yeah. I mean, it's a squad. They're they're definitely yeah. a squad. Definitely. But you know, um, season's coming to an end, Boski. Um nope. that means another season's gotta start eventually. The answer is <laughs> no. He already knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> Daniel, we gotta get you out on the field, bro. Uh, we gotta make something want, happen, man. You don't want that because that would be all bad. Dude, I haven't I bet, swung a bat in, God, I don't know how long. I bet you this fool would hit fucking moonshots. Only I if it's on a tee and I have a I, golf club in my hand. The, we could get you to hit, hit some moonshots. If you could hit a golf ball, you could hit a baseball. There you go. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge, dodge a ball. A ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. So anyway, there you go. There's your Sunday League's update right there. I'll be keeping an eye on the Fontana Baseball League for sure over the next Definitely. couple weeks. Yeah, I follow I follow all that all those teams on Instagram and uh, I I catch those updates every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, good stuff. Right, I mean, play, playoff baseball is fucking hot and wild right now. Playoff AF baseball is where it's at. Yes, sir. Daniel and I don't know anything about that right now, though. Both. No. Not I, right now. I, not right now. But I am jealous that you were able to go up to Seattle and at least experience, you know, something close to it. You know what so, I mean? Because yep. watching the games something. on Friday, and, yeah, Friday and watching the game on Friday and, and Saturday and Sunday, I was like, oh wow, so this is what it, this is what playoff baseball looks like. Like, okay, it's packed, it's sold out, it's you know loud. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. yes, it was. Oh, it was lit at upon first pitch. Oh yeah, but I mean then, that's and that's the closest thing we've got to playoff experience in a long time. <laughs> and then, but then upon second pitch, when Otani went deep, yeah, took the air out of the whole stadium. 
<laughs> so uh, we knew right when he took when he went deep, we we're like, damn it is not going to be is not going to go our way today, is it? And so uh, it was it was an uphill battle after that. But yeah, no, nonetheless, but, yeah, no, that's what it's supposed to be like. Ha, in even Seattle. even if the Mariners had won that game, it wouldn't have mattered just because of the results no. of the Red Sox Yankees. Yeah, that same day. Well, it hurt, too, that on Friday, the Angels won won that game. I think that kind of also made them kind of have to scramble a little bit more if they would have like honestly if they would have swept the angels in in that that three game series i think they might have been in yeah they um, would have definitely tied yeah. with the red sox yeah you would have been and the, the yankees and yeah. guaranteed themselves at least a one game playoff right and that's yeah. Yeah, it's what they should have done but it didn't happen it's it's baseball yeah you know? i think it would have been a one game playoff depending on what the red sox would have done but we swept right so you guys swept and and the oh yeah even if the mayor's it would have been interesting yeah it wouldn't have mattered but man it would have been interesting to see how the red sox would have decided to uh proceed in the postseason because if they were the number one seed they Mm -hmm. can either play on monday and then play again on tuesday or just sit back and and play the winner uh on, Uh on tuesday i think I I don't know, man. I, I don't. I just know that there was like so many different scenarios where so many none of it made sense. It, yeah, it, none it, of it made sense, and I was just like, all right, let's just cross that bridge then. It, it was it was a headache just to think about it, and I hated it. I hated it. It was stressful. It was like as team fuck. A, team A yeah. can play team D, but then team D can play team C, and C wins, and yeah, it's like, f- oh crap, like what? But you know, I'm I don't mind being stress free at the moment. Boski, I'm sure, is on pins and needles. Living on every, every pitch. Day. God, you should have seen me today. I cried in my wife's arms. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. I te- tears of joy. Like that's why I posted that little thing on the Instagram of, of the little happy face with a tear. Because <laughs> that's how exactly how I felt. I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Damn. But we got. I mean, we got lucky. Today's game was a uh, AL- ALDS game three. Yeah, it is. And, uh, yep. I mean, they go into the 13th inning and uh, fucking Kevin Kiermeyer hits a shot into deep right field, right center. Ball hits off the wall with a runner on first. Hits off the wall, bounces down into the warning track, and Hunter, it bounces off of Hunter Renfro's chest and over the wall for a ground rule double. Double. That is Very interesting. Questionable. Very questionable. I do have... They did, they, they did go over the rule for that. Um, do you have the rule in front of you? Does anybody have the rule in front I, of them? I have the I rule. It up real quick. I have the I have the rule saved. Um, just gotta pull it up real quick. But so we're I, talking I, about game three, which is happening or which happened today, um, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, got your go rule ahead. right here, dog. So uh, <clears throat> so hits the ball and all that shit, right? So here's the rule: mm-hmm. any bounding fair ball is deflected by the fielder into the stands or over or under a fence on fair or foul territory, in which case the batter and all runners shall be entitled to advance two bases. Wow. Meaning meaning so, it, it was treated like a traditional ground rule double. Right. So that just begs the question then, like, if that's the case, it doesn't specify, does it, like whether it's intentional or unintentionally throwing the ball, kicking the ball over the wall, does it? Uh, no. no, it doesn't sound like it. So say, you know, in a situation like that where clearly the runner on first is going to score, say the outfielder just kicks the ball into the stands and says, oops, quote unquote, it was an accident. 
<laughs> he can therefore prevent that runner from scoring all the way had he intentionally kicked the ball into the stands after it hit the wall. Yeah, I guess. So I that's I my could. problem, I guess, with the rule. I guess my problem with the rule is, let's say it bounces in off the wall or in fair territory, and then it deflects off of a fielder, and then it goes into the stands again. That should be three bases. That should be an automatic triple. Right. But look, at, at the end of the day, it just didn't matter because the score ended up being six to four, and they would have only got the one run out of that. On a walk-off two-run homer by Vasquez. Christian Vasquez, the moon man. The moon, the moon. man. Yeah, they call well, them. how did the Red Sox get there? They clearly had to win in the wild card game. So let's get into the postseason breakdown real quick, fellas. Red Sox win over the Yankees. Boski, you feel pretty good about that one? You knew it was you knew it was coming. Uh, I wasn't sure until the first inning, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we got this fucking game. It's over." There you go. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They they took it straight to Garrett Cole early on. Yeah, big dick bogey. Big dick bogey dropped a tank into deep center field. I was like, "Oh yes, it was awesome. It was so fucking awesome." <laughs> Did- Daniel, are you tuned into these games like the Yankees, Red Sox, this rivalry? Yeah. Does this get you amped up? No, I, do. I mean, the wild card stuff and the playoff stuff just in general does. Uh, but, you know, especially with the wild card situation being a one game playoff, you know, that's that, that's a, a ton of fun to watch because, you know, a home run in the third inning and put you up a run. You're like, OK, now you really have to hold it. And, and it's just it keeps you kind of glued because, you know, whether it's a two two run lead, three run lead, you know, a team gets any kind of momentum, then it can shift and you don't, you can't come back the next day and be like, well, this is what we should have done different. It's like, no, you know, you pull your, you pull your starter. What after they pulled Cole after in the third inning, if I remember correctly, yeah. or the fourth, yeah, like, he super didn't, early. He didn't get like, any outs. And it's like, no, you have to play for now. And it's like, all right, cool. Like part of it's like, uh, it's going to be a long game, but you understand that the stakes to it, you can't uh, really afford to let your guy try to find his way. Cause if he doesn't, there's nothing to play for the next day. I mean, the bullpen pretty much did their job the rest of the way for the Yankees, with the exception of uh, uh, Loaziga. Loaziga, yeah. There you go. But he's actually uh, pretty solid. That's the thing, you know. He, you, one he's going to come in, and you expect he's going to shut him down. But he walked three guys in his one inning of work, gave up two runs there, and so you know, it is what it is. They couldn't score off of Ovaldi. Uh, Ovaldi was dealing that game. Yeah, he was. He was, he was, he was amped really up, dude. It was fucking but, awesome. And it's funny though too, because because wasn't the last time Evaldi played against uh, the Yankees, he got lit. He got lit up, yeah, yeah. And it's just crazy how you can go from that and people probably questioning like, oh man, let's see how this he does, and then he just he, comes out and you know he pitches he pitches a lot out. he pitches a lot better at home, lights out at home. So yeah. it just kind of like all, all the cards all the cards just kind of fell into place. Yeah, and then the momentum too. I mean, yeah. you talk about that that when they threw out uh, who was it. Uh, judge at home i mean that was a mm-hmm. huge rally uh rally, rally killer and, and yeah and next thing you know instead of you know cutting the lead now they're all momentum's gone because now it's i think it was like that was a second out yeah yeah it was, it was it, by bogey mm-hmm. keep going homage by bogey and schwarber in that game both of them off of garrett cole and that's all they needed fun fun fact so. with schwarber they uh they showed that he had was it the 2015 nl and and nationally wild card game uh, Cubs Pirates. Kyle Schwarber hit hit a very similar yeah. bomb off of Garrett Cole. I saw the <laughs> highlight. Yeah, I remember them posting that. And how about um, who was it? The guy from the Yankees that does the radio. I sent this to to Boski. I don't know if I sent it to DH about making the call on one of Sands. Uh, oh, the, he thought uh, it was a home run. Uh, yeah. Or, or he's yeah. like, it's absolutely gone. Wait, 
He's on first. What happened? A Stantonian <laughs> shot. <laughs> and then it hit the top of the monster, and he's just sitting at first mm-hmm. because he thought he had it too, and he's just jogging up the field. And he's like, what did I miss here? Why is he yeah. at first? <laughs> and then you look on Twitter. You look at Twitter, and everyone's like, oh, man, he really needs to be at the ballpark because he has to be able to see what's going on. And then people are t- you know, messaging back. He is at the ballpark. He is in regular <laughs> yeah. you know, broadcast area. He just just lost it in the sky, I guess. But that was funny. Yeah. It was a National League wildcard game, Dodgers-Cardinals. Dodgers on top three to one. Chris Taylor walk-off homer. I know you guys saw that one. What would you guys think of that? It's Honestly, because Albert com- – yeah, it's a good game. Albert came up in the ninth inning. And at that point, I'm just thinking to myself, don't let it be Albert. Don't let it be Albert. Don't let it be Albert. Just because <laughs> you, you know you'll hear it for as an Angel fan until, you know, the end of time. So when he uh, lines out, I'm like, okay, cool. Because you knew he was right. pitch hitting for one shot and one shot only. So no matter if it yeah. went, you know, 12 or 13 innings, he wasn't going to come back up again. And I, I, had, I had alluded to it in the pre- in our previous episode. Like, like, what if Albert comes up in a walk-off situation? Oh, yeah. Sure enough, it happened, but he didn't walk off. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And how about how about uh, Max Scherzer not wanting to give up the ball to Dave Roberts? That's the kind of guy you I want on your team. His hand. Yeah, I understand that. That was funny. Like yeah. he reached for the ball and Scherzer just shakes his hand and then he says, "Here." Doesn't even just gives him his glove to take it out of. I was yeah. like, I don't even think he gave him the glove. I'm pretty sure Dave Roberts just like grabbed his glove and he's like, "Here, just give me the ball." <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, "You're not staying in this game, no matter what." I'm sorry. Like, kill me later if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, luckily, luckily they ended up pulling it off because if they did it, yeah, he who knows what would have happened there. Yeah, does he does he resign there? Does he take that personal or what? That that could have that could have opened a whole another can of worms if he gets taken out what he feels is early. They end up losing the game, and he's pissed about it. Does he come back to LA the next the next year? And and there's been a couple of other questionable moves later on in the postseason that we can talk about later on. But that one, I was scratching my head a little bit. I mean, that's Max Scherzer for God's sakes. Right. You don't pull him out the game in without even completing five innings. He'd only given up one run at that point. And yeah, he was in trouble, but you know he's gonna get out of it. So surprising, but it paid off. Joe Kelly comes in, shuts it down. Then Gratterall, Trinan, Knabel, Jansen. Like, dude, that's an all-world bullpen coming at you right there. Yeah, it is. Dude, yeah, the, I, I was so dudes surprised. Are, too, dudes are filthy, like, yeah. And Go ahead, Daniel. No, I was just because the Dodgers have like, guys that can pitch, but I guess their biggest thing for the part of the year, and granted, they won 100 and whatever, so obviously it's not a huge issue, but which is like those guys being like consistent. Kelly's had control issues. Um Jansen always seems that Dodgers fans always want him traded every like three weeks or something like that. So, <laughs> you know, they have a great... at least one in particular. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> he, he who shall be named. Um, wow. But, but no, like, it, it, but they, but they, when they're yeah. consistent and when they're on, like when their best is, you know, out there, they're, that bullpen would be really hard yes. to get, get any it's runs deadly. off of. Yeah. When, when they're hot, they're hot, man. I mean, it's that simple. One good bullpen. Yeah. Hot, um, like, one one, one thing that definitely stood out to me in that ninth inning is Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger batting with two outs in the ninth inning ahead of uh, Chris Taylor mm-hmm. gets the base hit, steals second. Now, stolen base ended up being irrelevant, but just the fact that he got on base and was able to yeah. extend the inning for Chris Taylor to come up yeah. and do what he did. I mean, that right there is is big for for yeah. Cody Bellinger. The way he struggled the whole season, and then all of a sudden, postseason lights are on. He's shining again. 
that's going to be that's going to be a big reason why the Dodgers keep moving on if he can keep doing things like that. Yeah. So yeah, and that they always talk about like you know got to keep the line moving, keep the line moving, keep the line moving for that specific re- reason. Like the the lineup turns over and you get four or five at bats, you know, in a game. You're seeing pitchers multiple times for later on in the series. Like you already you've already seen a, a reliever two three times in the series. You know, I know it was a wild yep. card game, but uh. You know, regardless, like, I mean, Chris Taylor, what I think his stat was like, he was like eight for 90 or some shit like that. I'm probably exaggerating the numbers, but yeah, he didn't, he didn't have a whole lot of success leading up to from, that. Yeah. From like August to the end of the season, he was probably hitting under, under a hundred. That's something too, I love about like the postseason baseball. Cause now, you know, you talk about, you know, Bellinger getting that walk and stealing second and yeah, maybe it didn't matter, but now the pitcher knows, he has a guy with good speed on on second base scoring position. Now maybe he grips the ball a little tighter and doesn't locate as well as he wants. Where he's on first base, he knows if he gives up a base hit, okay, you're still you know maybe first and third or whatever. But he knows with his speed, if he gets a base hit, he's probably scoring. So maybe he's trying a little mm-hmm. hard, leaves it over the plate a little bit more, and you know it's a walk off. So like little moments like that, you're kind of thinking like, oh wow, he's still a base. Okay, maybe it doesn't mean much, but you know you can't get into the pitcher's head, but. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he gripped the ball a little bit, you know, tighter on that next pitch that that Taylor got a hold of. Yeah. I definitely didn't think the Cardinals or I didn't think the Dodgers were going to win, but you know, that's just the hater in me, I guess. Dodgers move on. <laughs> uh, Red Sox move on, and then the next game, uh, next day Thursday, October 7, Astros White Sox, Astros win 6-1. Rays beat the Red Sox 5-nothing. You guys got any notes on those games? Uh, I want to know, Boski, how 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 worried were you? Because I mean, they had a great game against New York, and then Boston comes out and lays an egg after their like offensive explosion. Were you worried? Well, that egg is very deceiving because they had at least at least nine hit ball hard hit balls in the game, but they smoked baseballs right at fielders at defenders. So yeah, so like like the Rays doing their homework and just hey, he's gonna hit it here. They always say just hit it where they ain't, you know, right. You know, a hard hit ball is always Rosarena. A Rosarena is a fucking beast. He uh, it's a, a bomb. Home Stealing home, home. Yeah, dude, they were just handing him home. They're like, here, just take it. Dude, I was. You he know? got such a huge lead off of that. I was like, he doesn't see him. He doesn't he, see him. He, oh he shit! He could have stole home in his boots, man. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I, which cowboy I, boots. Which I don't like that shit. By the way, I think he adopted that while he was a uh, he was like a, a resident in Mexico for a little while. The Cuban I think he, cowboy. No, they said he, yeah, or he lived, year, No, he got it last year from. He got. I think he said he he uh, a a. He raced horses. Had him. He liked him. Mm-hmm. He wore him or whatever. And this is like when they made their like run last season. And he wore him for whatever reason, and they kept on wearing them. And so this season, he actually bought his own boots for the playoff run. Uh, or some story about that. It was like, see, it started you, with like a teammate or something like that. Dude, you got to wear the same ones from before. <laughs> like it, that superstitions work a certain way. Like you don't just like go buy a new superstition. Like you got to stick with what worked already. So we got you to the you show. I, I would share with you guys what I've been doing, but I have okay. not been sitting in a bathroom for sure. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then he probably wasn't wearing them the next day because the Red Sox took it to him fourteen six. Very fucking day. Awesome. yeah, that was that was a huge loss. And then too, like you look at the uh, Brewers and Atlanta, both those games have been really close. And you look at the other games in the series; they haven't really been a ton of close games. You know what I mean? Like 
Yeah. Probably more than four runs in a lot of the, a lot of the games. It was like the difference, but it, it just seems like uh, Milwaukee and Atlanta aren't getting the love that they probably should have because their games have actually probably been the most entertaining than yeah. the bigger they've names. Definitely been some really and, good. And they're not getting there. that love because they're just playing so early in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, kind of hidden. Yeah. Game two, Red Sox uh 14 sticks over the Rays. Big game from Kike and from JD Martinez. They go a combined nine for eleven. The graduate and the dong. Nine for eleven. <laughs> six RBIs. And then in between, you still had Devers going one for four with uh with a bomb. Did he hit a bomb? No. Yeah, yeah he did. He, he hit, hit a bomb, bomb in the eight. Game. And then yeah. you still had you still had Bogey three for five, Verdugo three for five, and then at the bottom of the lineup, uh, the, Christian Vasquez three for five. The big dogs, dude. The big dogs, bro. And then uh, uh, Verdugo made a nice catch in left field. He kind of like reached over the wall and he did like like the splits, but his, like the standing splits or whatever to catch this ball. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, cool stuff. I was so, excited. I was there you excited. Go. And then Astros Astros took it to the White Sox again, nine four on Friday. They to take the two zero series lead. Astros looking like the Astros, you know, yeah. offense on offense, point, offense, pitching offense. is on point. Yep, taking They're it looking... to the White Sox, my World Series American League representative prediction. I, I still want to see, well, I want to see a very soxy uh, ALCS. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, it could very well happen if you're watching the game right now. Uh, game three is going on White Sox Astros late into the night. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But uh, game one of the DS also happened. Giants four nothing over the Dodgers, and then as we talked about earlier, Brewers two to one over the Braves. Nice. Pitching in both of those games. Yeah, I I, I love that series. I mean, it's just it's low scoring. Everything's close. I mean, if you're watching some of these games, especially the one tonight that's going on right now, it's they're not close. Like yeah, they're close for the first like three or four innings, and then one team seems to pull away and have a good good run and then that's it so yeah uh Ch- charlie Morton I definitely was... like the no go ahead sorry no I, no it's just I, I really enjoy those those close games because those yeah last at bats in the ninth inning mean something when it's a six you know 16 to eight or 16 to <laughs> five game it's like okay cool three outs in the ninth you, you mean if you blow this up this this is really really bad yeah you don't deserve to win but to your point uh you know like charlie morton he was dealing, man, dealing, and then Rowdy Tejas just, you know, took it out from under him. Good old Rowdy, my <laughs> one of my one of my least favorite well, your boys. players. I love to punch him in the face. And then uh, I'm i in this group chat right on Instagram, and uh, they all know that I don't like I don't I want to punch Kike in the face, but like I'm, they're like, you give him just give him, give him his credit where credit is due. I'm just like, nope, want to punch him, still want to punch him. I'm gonna just want to punch him forever until he does what what. I had said pre like preseason. What remember what I said in preseason? DH. Uh, I I don't exactly. In order for me to forgive him, he has to do something very specific. I'm not going to say what. Okay. Yeah. But if 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 I'm going to have to go back and listen then. Yeah, you got to go back. Go do some homework. (laughs) But he has to do something very specific. But he's graduated from KK to KK, just so we're clear. All right. Well, KK is is definitely uh, sent putting the Red Sox on his back. And sending him to the next round if he keeps having games like that. Um, Brewers, yeah, Brewers, Red, uh, Braves going into the next game. So uh, Bra- Brewers win that first game two to one. Braves come back, win three nothing on Saturday, even up the series one one. Max Freed matching uh, Charlie Morton's numbers: six innings, nine strikeouts, but gave up zero runs against Brandon Woodruff and the Brewers. Dodgers win nine two over the Giants. The bats break out. 
Yeah. Cody Bellinger still swinging a hot stick. And we're tied 1-1 in both National League series. Fun shit. Do you think either one of the, of the Brewers or the, or the Braves can beat the other two? Yes, uh, Dodgers or Giants. Uh, yeah, I think I think honestly, I think the National League is at as it stands right now, it's obviously a coin toss. But um, I truly feel that it is a coin toss. I mean, I mean, they're all competitive. I think maybe like the disadvantage would probably go to the Braves just because of their record. But I think now in the postseason, like everybody just turns it on, dude. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody starts at zero. So all of those star players that struggle during the regular season have a chance to pretty much put all their critics to bed in the playoffs, like especially Christian Yelich, who's had a difficult regular season. Cody Bellinger's in that yep. in that boat, too. And so this is their chance. You know, this is their chance to shine, especially when it matters the most. And it can happen. It can happen for anybody, really. You can't really predict baseball. I think we've said that a couple of different times, but it can go any either way. They both play again on Monday. They have a day off today. So one, one series tie, both those teams, it could be anybody. Yeah. And, and uh, because everybody's one, one in the national league, like it just adds to the mystique. Like, Oh, like, who's it going to be? Like, yeah. Right? yeah. Is it going to be, is it going to be giants, Braves, Brewers, Dodgers, you know, like who's it going to be? What is it? I don't know. It's unpredictable. There's no, that's what I there's like no big it. summer blowouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. But over in the American All League. All right. Yep. Over in the American League, going on today, uh, what happened earlier today, big game. Red Sox raise Oof. extra innings. Second longest game in postseason history for the Red Sox and at Fenway. At, at Fenway, yes. At Fenway. Uh, the first one being that 14-inning marathon in the mm. ALCS against the Yankees. 2004, yep. 2004. Yeah, game, uh, game four, game five, whatever. Those games. I think it was game five. David Ortiz with the walk-off little yes. hit. And um, the Red Sox, though, they, they didn't go away. They didn't go away. They had to have a couple balls bounce their way, and it sure did. We <laughs> talked about it earlier with that ground yes. roll double. <laughs> yes. But like I, I saw said, it happen, which, and whichever, I was just... whichever way the ball bounces, the score is 6-4 or 6-5, whichever way you want to look at it. The ball, don't lie. So at the time, at the time that the fielder, you know, was reaching for it as it was going over the wall. The runner was already rounding third base. Yeah. He was going to score. Yeah. And, and I think the umpires could have easily given him awarded him home plate, but, and, and I think the rule, I, honestly, I think, I think they should have awarded him that, that, that the, the run I would have been, it would have been fair to award the, the ground rule double, but the, the, the base runner should have been allowed to score in that sense. I think that I would have been okay with that call I would have been disappointed. Of course, but you know, naturally, I'm really happy you the way it turned it. out. Yeah, I would have understood. I'd be like, "Fuck, like this fucking sucks." But I mean, it is what it is, and I still don't understand the damn rule, like how they're interpreting it. But <laughs> dumb. <laughs> it is what it is. But Kike goes three for six, uh, extends his streak of consecutive at bats with a hit. Seven goes a combined seven for seven breaks. Whose record was it? Who went that went six for six? Ah, was that Hamley? Shit. I don't know, man. I want to say it was Hanley Ramirez that went six for six in the 2017 playoffs. You can fact mm -hmm. check me on that. But Kike now owns the record. His seventh hit was a bomb, bomba over the over the green yeah. monster. He looked he looked like me. Yeah. Like he's really trying to copy me, bro. Like all he needs, <laughs> all he like he literally wears the gloves that I wear. So 
the, the batting gloves. All he needs is Nikes, bro. He just needs some Nike cleats, and he'll he'll be good to go. Yeah. Like, there you go. He'll be full both. But he's definitely he's definitely trying to piss you off with those knee highs. I'll punch him in the face. Oh, dude, <laughs> fucking beyond knee highs. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think, I, I don't think know the, what we can call those. I think the thing behind that is like it tries. It, the intent is to kind of deceive the umpire that that maybe his strike zone is like a little higher, just based off of the pant legs, like where they're at. Is that is that the strategy? <laughs> optical I think illusion. It's like yeah, it's a bit of an optical illusion. I think that's the intent. And so I, I've I don't know, it. man. I'm pretty sure those those pants were women's underwear in the 1700s. <laughs> <laughs> so that is he he pulls it off. He is. He's Kike. He looks good it's in okay them. Okay, when you hit bombs, when you hit bombs, it's, it's oh yeah. wow, that that that's fashion. You you he went you strike yeah. out four times. It's like what the hell are you doing? Did you get your like that's sister's fashion. pants or something? In a two game, it's span, just fashion, guys. Get he, over went, it. he went five for six in the previous game, um, but he got the five hits in a row, and then this game he got two hits, made it seven. So it was over a two game span. You know, if it was in one game, then damn. But it right. wasn't. So you know, then, like, how about- look at man. Look, the thing with Kike is like that dude is like. My adopted stepchild, he can do no right. <laughs> Plain and simple. There's nothing he can do that will ever change my mind. There's one thing he can do that will change my mind. And he can do no uh, right. You just hope that he does right by you in public. Uh, sure. With your friends watching. <laughs> yeah, I'll still punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyle Schwarber playing some questionable defense early on. With that, he's, uh, he's been like this all season. As that far overhand. As like, uh, yes. That underhand little toss that went over the pitcher's head, but he did redeem himself later yep. on. Played, had a couple more plays that were hit his way through the and hands. He was up. able to successfully <laughs> underhand <laughs> them. Yeah, the you know what? What sucks is I'm, I really couldn't watch this game because I was at work today, like a fucking asshole. Because you know, I gotta, I gotta, I got this fucking, got I got, got this fucking remodel that, that I gotta remodel. do. <laughs> but you know, enough about the Red Sox. I don't want to say as, as a new anymore. homeowner, can't wait for all that stuff too. Yay. Yeah, man. Yeah, for real. It's coming your way too, bro. <laughs> oh, dude. Whole, that shit never ends. Like any little thing. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Like, I got to do this now. Fuck. I got to do that now. Yeah. Welcome. Always something kind of, kind of a, you know, oh, wow, I, didn't, I didn't really notice that. Let's, let's change that. Yeah. I can, I can see that for sure. <laughs> you know who I like, though, like, in the, uh, in the, the Red Sox race series, Wander Franco. Yeah, yeah he, I love me some Wander Franco. He's, he wears, be... he's he's saucy. He's saucy, dude. He he rocks like like you know how Acuna wears the all yellow or whatever. Uh, he does the same shit. Mm-hmm. He wears yeah. yellow cleats, uh, yellow, yellow yep. elbow band, batting gloves. It's it's pretty dope, man. I like Wander Franco. The dude can hit. He's young. I think he's twenty. Yeah, and like yeah. and the Rays. I mean, uh, uh, Rosarena and yeah. uh, uh, Franco. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are two big big bats, and you know that are going to be there for the next six years. Cause mm-hmm. uh, Franco, I don't, I think still uh, qualifies as a rookie next year. Um, and Rosa Reina is a rookie this year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those guys are going to be in that, those, that uniform for a while. And that's just how the Rays do it, man. They get rid of guys, you get guys like, get rid of guys like Snell and then have guys kind of come out of the, out of their minor league system and then blow up right away. Yeah. And you know we had talked about like the rookies rookies of the year last week and uh, like a Rosarena and uh, who else did we mention? We mentioned somebody else, but there was somebody that I wanted to mention and I didn't. Uh, yeah, yes, he's on the Red Sox. Fuck, I'm becoming that now. God <laughs> damn it, Dahlbeck? No, not Dahlbeck. Um, Garrett Whitlock. Oh, okay. oh yeah, Garrett Whitlock. Like if you just like look at the numbers, yeah, go, go look at the numbers. He had like a 1.99 ERA, 
best ERA from relievers, like qualified relievers or whatever. Uh, but dude was dealing all season, man. Like we plucked them straight out of the Yankee system and the, the rule Yankee five. system. Yep. That's, that's the, that's the funny part when they, when they said that on the broadcast, I was like, Ooh, yeah. this is, the, this is a little more drama to the series. It was yeah. the yep. ultimate, the ultimate fuck you to the Yankees, man. I love it. <laughs> we'll bring him in to close you out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, proceed. Dude. Whitlock yeah, so Franco. Franco <laughs> one of, uh, one of the youngest to hit a home run in the postseason. Yeah. The youngest, of course, is Andrew Jones in the 1996 NLCS Game 7. I do remember. Sadly, I remember that series. too. <laughs> yep, I remember that far back. Rex Harper, <laughs> 2012, uh, 19 years old, just under 20 years old. And then Manny Machado in 2012 was 20 years old, 96 days. Miguel Damn. Cabrera in the 2003 Maybe. NLCS, 20 Clemens, years so. old. I remember the 20-year-old Miggy. He had yep. a few home runs that uh, postseason. Yeah. And then uh, Wander Franco, number five, 20 years, 223 days. Well, I'm surprised Soto's not on there. I was thinking Soto's going to be one of those guys. Um, Ronald Acuna is number six on the list. Juan Soto's number seven on the list. Okay. 20 years, so 346 yeah. he days. He took one to the moon off of Verlander. Yeah. I remember that was the one where he like jogged with the bat and then like dropped it in front of his first oh, base yeah. coach. He's like, I didn't know they give him in front. But yeah, I remember that. I didn't say like, oh, I didn't know. He knew exactly what he was doing. Come on. The dude grabbed his, his crotch on in national TV. Yep, he went twice, uh, done deep twice against the Astros. First one against Francisco Liriano, go-ahead shot in game three. Mm. And then the second one, Devers homered again, knocking an inside-the-park homer in the ninth. Nice. Now, I think that was off Chapman. Mickey, Mickey Mantle, and then number nine. In the 1952 World Series was 20 years, 352 days, and then Carlos Blit Correa, Correa, 2015 ALDS, 21 years. 20 Carlos years. Correa in in Seattle would be electric, bro. You and it, it's gonna have to happen for you to realize. He's gonna be that. cost so much. He's gonna. Cost I already so much. have. I already have a list of players the Mariners need to go after, and Correa is not on that list. Uh well, not I mean, on the list. Hey, you never know, man. I mean, you can attest to this. Seattle's a really nice city. It definitely is, but um, we can cover that in another episode. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the free agent episode. So the game that just finished right now, White Sox and Astros. White Sox live another day. Yeah. Take it to the Astros 12 to 6. It is a final. And the bats broke out today. They took it to Zach Granke uh, after a couple of blunders. Let's talk about this real quick, guys. And we were watching this as we were kind of prepping for the game or for our podcast. Um, first thing that happened to me, did you guys see Dusty Baker pull his starting pitcher no. in a 2-0 count? I know, in the so middle of the pulled, count was weird. It was a 2-0 count, and he pulls Luis Garcia as he's facing Lurie yeah. Garcia, and ah. he brings in <laughs> Yumi Garcia. <laughs> and uh, Lurie Garcia proceeds to take Yimi Garcia deep, deep. on a 3-1 count, <laughs> therefore putting the Astros <laughs> behind at that point. So some questionable questionable moves, you know, early in the game, but it didn't pay off for them this time. It's paid off in different situations for different managers, like the Max Scherzer move. Um, but this one, little little head-scratching for me. Nonetheless... It didn't go their way. Zach Granke comes in, gives up some more runs, and it's going to go to game four. D Dusty had a brain fart, I think, in this one. Um, I didn't, I didn't catch it, but just by the sounds of it, like you got to let Gar uh, Garcia finish finish the batter at least. I think uh, so. Yeah, I, 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 I know Garcia, he. No. I know he had it for. Real. 
uh, Luis Garcia. I know he had a decent season because I had him on my on like three of my fantasy teams, and uh, he's he's a strikeout pitcher. Like he gets guys out. You know, he, he had he had a solid season. Yep. He's not a, he's not a big name. He's not a big name, but he still had a solid season, solid fantasy guy. So that just tells me like he's a solid pitcher. You know, you got to let him finish the fucking at bat and then then pull him like in the middle of an at bat. No. And then then the dude hits a home run off him. No. Yeah, it looks so much worse. Yeah. (laughs) So um, anyway, and then another thing that happened in that game also was Grandall's base running. Do you guys see that? I did catch that right before we hit record. That should have been an out. That's an out. The dude was in the grass. Well, yeah. I guess they said that's the rule is because they're talking about it. I guess there is no rule saying that. Um, I guess out of the box or whatever, you can I, go as wide as you want, but until you get to that uh, the double line, then that's when you have to be in the base pass. Mm. Now, I mean, he someone they went like, yeah, he could run over the over the pitcher's mound if you wanted to, kind of deal. So yeah, it's like <laughs> one of those rules. It's like kind of like with the, with the ground rule double, not ground rule double. It's like one of those rules that it's there, but it very rarely ever gets enforced because it never really happens. You know what I mean? So, right. That's and that's why non-baseball bad. fans hate baseball. So many yes. minute kind of rules that have come out every, you know, eight years. Yeah. And it's funny. Just like, just when you thought you've seen it all, then today happens. Like what the fuck was that? And then we what? had another, uh, that very same play. We had another umpire mount, another, uh, <laughs> A player sliding into home. <laughs> Tom Hallian. Tom Hallian, the guy with the exaggerative strike three call. Right. Tom. Uh, the, I, my back hurts. Tom my back sta- hurts when I see him strike. Tom the Stallion <laughs> Hallian. There we go. Stallion yeah. Hallian. Yep. I think he's also the umpire that was uh, that was on the receiving end of um, uh, Collins, uh, Terry Collins, saying, you got to give me a shot. Oh, you yeah. The famous shot. The famous hot yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was him too. But anyway, uh, yeah, he 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 took it to the knees, bro. I thought he was <laughs> going to be out for the rest of the game. ACL, MCL, everything. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, I need I need no, to see so, I need to see all this stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> Astros lose game four will be tomorrow. Tomorrow, Monday, we've got four games. Full schedule. On the slate. Hell yeah. Yep. Starting and you know, at and you know who you know who's off tomorrow? This Me. guy. This guy. <laughs> so am I. Columbus Day. Awesome. Is tomorrow Columbus Day? Fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I wonder if my kid goes to school tomorrow. Uh, no, I, don't I think know about schools, that. schools are open. I think schools are, are open, but uh, yeah, I it's think like they're. Uh, I don't know how I we think, got this holiday off, but we did. We did. I don't know. Interesting. I think they're changing the name from Columbus Indigenous Day people. to like Indigenous, Indigenous People Day. Day. Yeah. Are they really? Oh my god! <laughs> you know, yeah. I have. You have. I have issues with that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, nonetheless, congratulations to you guys. I'll be working. Plus, I got a softball game to coach tomorrow. Yeah, so I got oh, okay. a full full day, but I'll try to I'll try to catch the game in between, you know, lunch breaks, yeah. etc. Radio. What's a good thing? There's always there's always gonna be something on. Yeah, one game or another yeah, is gonna exactly. be on pretty much all day. Yeah. So Monday, uh, you got Freddie Peralta for the Brewers throwing against Ian Anderson for the Braves. Ooh, the Astros where, have where are they nobody. At? Are they in Atlanta? Yes, they are in Atlanta. Okay, game three, and then uh, Astros White Sox game four. White Sox are throwing Carlos Rodon, who they're kind of like, uh, we just hope he doesn't fall apart. Yeah, yeah he's one of those guys that get hot and cold. Um, Astros, uh, you said they're TBD? 
Yeah. They're TBD. I, I think they if he's not hurt, it's gonna be Jose or Kidi. Urquidi. Okay. Yeah. Had him Fair on enough. fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. He's he's solid too. They won me two hundred dollars. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> he has a special place in his heart for all all his, yes. that, that whole roster. Yes, I used Astros to win a fantasy league. All right. <laughs> I didn't yeah, use Yankees man. though. I stay away from the Yankees. And there you go. There you go. At least uh, at least you you didn't stoop that low. No. <laughs> so we got Tampa Bay also TBD. No pitcher listed against the Red Sox tomorrow Ooh, at four o'clock game. with uh, Eduardo Rodriguez throwing for the Red Sox. <sighs> Did they, How do you um, like that? They announced it already. Oh fuck. Yep. Um yeah, at they, home. Are, are at they off home, on Tuesday? They'll be off yes. on Tuesday. So game five so would what, be Wednesday. They can, yeah. they can run a bull they can run a bullpen game out there and see yeah, Chris Sale on game Chris, five. Chris Sale's available because he only threw one inning yesterday. He threw 30 pitches yet uh on uh on on Friday. Yeah, so, I would so I would expect that he would be available for a Wednesday game. Yeah, they're probably gonna piggyback uh sale with uh with Rodriguez. Maybe Pavetta. You can throw you can do Pavetta or something. P- Pavetta Pavetta closed it out with like four innings today. Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) All right. And then game three, Giants Dodgers. You've already got Alex Wood uh, going against Max Scherzer. I mean, hard to go against the Dodgers on that one. That's tough at home. But at the same time, the Giants are going to find a way. Well, I mean, would would not a bad season. I mean, you know, 383 ERA. Yeah. You know, not terrible. Yeah. So. Hard, hard to pick, hard to pick against the Giants, but I do like the Dodgers in that match. They're not going to start Cody Bellinger against Alex Wood. They're going to go with yeah. Pujols at first base. Oh, so and it's like righty the... heavy lineup. Yeah, righty heavy lineup. You got some uh, righties in the bullpen for the Giants that you can easily bring in Cody Bellinger later in the game, and you know come up with some more magic. Maybe we'll see. But it should be fun. Should be interesting. I hope you guys enjoy watching baseball all day tomorrow. Uh, I got some stuff to build. Build. <laughs> <So, laughs> some building. Is one of them a bear? Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I'm trying to find your your. Uh, I'm trying to find your starter for the Rays tomorrow. I think it's going to be. I don't know. It was going to be Luis Patino Patino. threw today. He threw today. It was good. I think it was going to be him. I think they're going to go with Colin McHugh. McHugh, McHugh or Waka, dude. They got so many guys. Like they don't have right a, a a role. Like you're not a designated starter or reliever. Like you just come in whenever we tell you. Type of type of people. You know you what? Better I'm, be ready. I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, what's today? The tenth. I'm. What if they do some kind of because they're fucking shady? I think the Rays are just shady as fuck. Um. <laughs> I think they do like a like a like an injury list type of thing. Like they play somebody on injury list, they're not they're not they won't be eligible for for the next one. Like Ryan Yarbrough is in the minor leagues right now, according to their mm. transactions. So that's somebody oh, yeah. they, that's somebody they could call up. Nick Anderson. I don't think. Uh, you, well, yeah, you, the only way you can call someone up in a series is someone is designated like injured and then you yeah. Know, but right. then they're but then they're not eligible for the next the next round if right you, if you move forward. So that's why I'm saying like, what do you do like? Do you do you do you sacrifice a player to move forward? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, I mean, you got guys like that that are not even on your roster right now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, of course. I would. Well, especially you're right. I'm going to put it past them. So, so pitchers that they have uh, that they reassign to the minor leagues according to their transactions. 
Yeah, Ryan Yarbrough, Nick Anderson, and Chris Mazza. Yep, all viable options for tomorrow. That's three arms. That's three arms that haven't pitched. All they need is one guy today to say, I'm hurt, or for the coaching staff to designate that person as hurt to be able to make a move like that. So, yeah, I can see it happening. Boski, you're right. Is it shady? Maybe. Mm. But it's within the rules. rules. It's it's within the rules. It's bending the rules as long as there's a legitimate injury, I guess. But that's a good prediction right there, Boski. It was interesting to see what happens. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be starter. It might be it might be Waka, even though he's the one that got lit up the other day. They kind of just left him out to dry. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that does it for the postseason uh, talk for now. I just got a couple more topics for you guys if you want to dissect a few things here. Let's do the it. The Hank Aaron Award nominees have been announced. Who we got? And uh, the fans can vote for this, too. I think fans it's a, it's have a fan vote. Yeah. Sign yeah me fans up. can vote for this. According to MLB.com, each major league club nominates one player from its team to be considered for the award. And a panel of MLB.com writers determine the seven finalists for each league. And those finalists have been announced. In addition to the fan vote, a special panel of Hall of Fame players that includes Johnny Bench, Craig Biggio, Ken Griffey Jr., Chipper Jones, Pedro Martinez, Eddie Murray, John Smoltz, and Robin Yount will vote on the winners of the award. Okay, so they're using ex-major leaguers, Hall of Fame. Well, I think they're all in the Hall of Fame. Uh, mm-hmm. And then dominant pitchers, they can dissect mm-hmm. a hitter, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I like I like this voting panel. I like it. So the seven American League finalists for the 2021 Hank Aaron Award are Cedric Mullins, of the Orioles, Jose Ramirez of the Indians slash Guardians, Salvador <laughs> Perez of the Royals, Shohei Otani mm. of the Angels, Aaron Judge of the Yankees, Matt Olson of the A's, Vladdy Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Blue Jays. Uh, it's, I think it's going to come down to Salvador and Vladdy. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I think Vladdy um, got it. I think I think, I think Shohei it. just gets the MVP just just outright. Of the pitching aspect. Yeah, yeah and then. Uh, Hank Aaron Award. Uh, I'm leaning Vladdy because his OPS is he's the only one with a one dot mm-hmm. OPS. So I would I wouldn't Real. be surprised if Otani got it because the fans are involved in the vote. But yeah, I expect Guerrero to come out with the award for sure. Or, or maybe they're just telling fans that they they can vote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like remember, you know, you you, you, oh, no. know, you understand. Our system is down. I don't know if uh, we can get your votes now. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no way of actually tracking it. Like like fans can't track it. They don't show all that. You know, stuff. it's kinda like it's kinda like when your wife tells you, Oh yeah, no, you can pick what we eat. I just don't want to eat this, 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 or this. Exactly. Bingo. <laughs> all been there. We've all been there. Shout yeah. out shout yeah. out wives for uh like putting up with our shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Seven hold on. Look, let me let me cut uh-huh. you off, DH. Let me cut you off. So like you got Daniel over here like moving into his fucking house and shit, but he's over here recording <laughs> his podcast, right? His wife probably like, what the fuck? Like, this fool should be building cabinets or something, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, there's probably a whole, she's probably out in the other room making a whole list for me to do tomorrow. My day off, I could do while, like, in the background while baseball's playing right. or whatever. Yeah, I, I got the same exactly. thing. I think, I think I said building cabinets because I got to build some cabinets that like go under my bed frame. <laughs> 
but you get my point. Habits, you my dressers, point. You, you know, shelves. It's all the same. Yeah. D D H probably got a. Oh, well, you got to work, so you're 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 okay. You're you're free. Yeah. You got I, an excuse. I did. I did build a shoe rack, Ooh, just to oh, show that nice. I did something. There you go. There you go. So, do you use the tools? Do you use the provided tool, or do you use like your own tools? You like in this example, they didn't provide a tool. They uh, they said I had to I had to use my own screwdriver. So, I did use my own. But in the ones that they do provide the tools, yeah, yeah I'll use them. Use Why not? It's you there. Yeah. You don't think they suck though? Like they do. Suck. I don't know, They're but terrible. I have a I have a shit ton of Allen wrenches just floating around. That <laughs> yeah, from exactly. Previous from stuff that I built previously is just like. Why do I have like eight of the same things? Like, oh yeah, that's right. One came from here, one came from here, it's, one came from there. The same size. It's yeah, called, exactly. It's called adulting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the seven National League finalists are Freddie Freeman of the Braves, Nick Castellanos of the Reds, Bryce Harper Phillies, Fernando Tatis Jr. Padres, Brandon Crawford Giants, Goldschmidt, Paul Goldschmidt of the Cardinals, and Juan Soto of the Nationals. Uh, Juan Soto. Wow. Yeah. Um, I can I'm see sorry. that. The, I think this one's gonna be a yeah. lot. I think this one's gonna definitely gonna be a lot closer though than the AL. I think the AL's kind of come down, yeah, to Who Vlad would, and uh, like you said, uh, Perez. This one I can see three guys: Harper, Tatis, and Soto getting it. Who Who was the first guy that you said on that list? Freddie, Freddie. Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Okay. Uh, I think he's Freddie winner. Freeman won it last yeah. year. Yeah, and he and, won the National and, League MVP. And he did. And then so it's Harper won it previously mm-hmm. in 15. So it's possible to win both. It just, is very yeah. possible. Oh, yeah. The precedent is there. Just saying. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, if if especially if someone like a Harper or Tatis win the Hank Aaron, I mean, it's very easy that they could also win the MVP. Yeah. I mean, do, do you yeah. guys think – do you think that, like, just batting average in general, like, takes – like, is considered in this? Because I know, like, batting average is starting to kind of take a dip in – people's considerations for things like like it's not mm-hmm. like it's important but it's not as important as it used to be mm, yeah i think they're leaning more towards ops ops okay. yeah i think ops is like kind of the new thing mm-hmm. um, ops being the on-base plus slugging percentage right yes. yeah exactly I, oh. you know yeah i think batting average i think it depends on who the voter and honestly like, probably the age of the voter you know some of the older older yeah. older guys are, are grew up with you know, you flip a, a baseball card over. What was on the back? It was yeah. average home runs, RBIs, and you know, hits, and like that's I, it. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at Trey Turner's 328 average. Like that's just looking real sexy, dog. Like yeah. Sorry. And then, then 328 you know? wouldn't have guaranteed anything like 20 years ago. You know, right. three. Nomar Garcia Parra hit 360 something, 372 yeah. in 1999. <laughs> And Very then nice that, I mean, yeah, it was great. Wow. Don't don't get me wrong. That was, that's a great number. Like 370 is is nothing to yeah. to to take lightly, you know, but mm. you don't see that kind of batting average anymore that, at now, all. Now I'm curious. Right. I'm curious what um how, what his uh, OPS was in that year. Uh 99. That's yeah. yeah. But I mean, you you look at the Astros this year having a team batting average of 267, mm-hmm. lowest for a team leader in the major league since 1917. And I think that goes to show you for sure that all right, anybody that's hitting around 270, 280 is a is a pretty darn good hitter. Yeah, in that's that's the new like 320, 310. So yeah. like, okay, DH, that's actually legit. On the spot fact check, DH in 2000 he hit 372. 2000, I was but, here. but in 99 he hit 357, led the league both years, and he had yep. a one he had a one dot OPS in each season. 
His and only in, two and seasons. in both of those years, though, but get this, though, in both of those years, you had teams like the Colorado Rockies leading the major leagues in team batting average with a mm. 294. Yep. And in 1999, you had that Rangers at 293. It's like that was the gold standard at the time. You know, 290 for a team batting average these days, you're guaranteed oh, a, a championship. You're Imagine that. Smashing. Angels right. in 2002, 282 team batting average. I remember that Angels team. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's at, all they did was was get on base. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want to be this guy again, but uh, can you find the 2018 Red Sox what their batting average was? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 2018. Yeah. Okay. It's, 2018, it's, legit, it's legit. For the for the team uh, team batting average leader was the Red Sox, yes. but they bat 268. There you go, and they smashed. <laughs> they did, and they fucking so, owned everybody. So that just kind of is. It, I'm just trying to give you perspective. Yeah. Right. Astros right. in 2019 led the majors with a 274 team batting average. Yeah. So you know, 270, 280 now so, for a major league hitter is is pretty damn good. I don't know if yeah. you know Tatis is right in that. He's right in that neighborhood for batting average. So I could definitely see him getting serious consideration for the National League Hank Aaron Award, which is given to the player with the best offensive numbers in each league. Not right. most valuable player, but just best overall offensive well, player. Ta- Tatis, yeah, that's why I think Tatis hit two eighty two. That's why I think Vladdy is going to get that one because yeah, his, his numbers were really good. Yeah, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm, favor- I'm favoring Vladdy and probably uh, Soto for the Hank yeah, Aaron. Yeah, I'm thinking it's probably going to go Vladdy Tatis. Those are going to be my Tatis. picks for the for the um, Hank Aaron Award there. It, so who you got? Who you got, uh, Daniel? So I think Vladdy's probably, like I said, in the AL. I yeah, he just had a great NL. year all year, and then the NL. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go with Tatis too. I, I think he's yeah. he did enough, and obviously with his defensive blunders here and there, that doesn't come into play at all. Yeah. So exactly. I I think offensively he's he's he had a really really good year, and I think that's gonna carry him. I bet you both five bucks that Juan Soto gets it. Well, now we he know just... Juan Soto is not gonna get it. he just might get one of those two major awards mvp or hank aaron i mean i don't know why i'm counting out of the national league but i don't know it's it's that close i guess i just i just think what he did and even though it was great and the the stretch run he had it just was like the last month of the year you know so it was like oh if he would have done this for like three or four months like or after the all-star break then definitely but it's like i kind of feel too little too late almost as far as far as like league leaders just like top 10 in ops he's the only one that had he had 145 walks yeah that's um, crazy that is crazy yeah so him and him and another player had more uh, 100 walks or more can you name the other player without looking Daniel dh and daniel uh bryce harper are we talking nl al or, or... Um, major league baseball i know Otani right. was up there I hold, up. Otani. hold on let me refilter this i might be off it's three players okay i'm gonna so, go yeah. oh, i'm gonna go harper and probably somebody from the Red Sox, Bogarts. Okay. You're half right. Actually, Devers. I'm going to go with Devers. Daniel, who you got? Uh, I'll go Otani and Harper. Otani and Harper. And then, so we know Juan Soto's 145. Right. Second in the majors in walks is Joey Gallo, 111. Oh, wow. I, I, Gallo. I bet you if you flip it over to the strikeouts, I bet you he's top three in there, too. <laughs> there too. 200. He led the majors in strikeouts also, 213. Yeah. Can you name mm. – there, there's another player with 200-plus strikeouts. Can you name that player? This year? He's in the American League. Plus. Yes. Otani. 200-plus strikeouts. No, it's not <laughs> it's Otani. Not Otani. Sure. 
Otani's it's probably somebody on the Yankees. I'm gonna go. No, not Aaron Judge. Oh. He brought his numbers down. He brought his strikeouts oh, down Gallo, a little bit. Who else strikes out a ton? Um, for sure, yeah. it's somebody you don't even you won't even think of. Nah, I'm gonna give up then. I don't know. Matt Chapman. Really? Yikes. That surprised me. That's surprising. Two hundred and two, and DH. It was Bryce Harper with a hundred walks. Uh on the dot. On the dot. Yeah. So, yeah, but um. As far as I, I had wanted to mention something, but as I saw these numbers, I'm like, ooh, uh, Juan Soto, 145 walks, less than 100 strikeouts at 93. Nice. Yeah, dude, that guy that's, right that's there. That's nice. You can strike out less than 100 times in a season. If you play a full season, that's impressive. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Bujols never struck out more than 100 times in his career, I think. Oh, and, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Oh, you want to you fact maybe- pick me on that one? I'll maybe maybe in, right now. maybe in uh, St. Louis, but with the Angels, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like. I'm pretty what? sure he never struck out more than a hundred times in a season. I want to oh, say, wow, he, you're not, you're right, you're absolutely I right. Want, he was maybe he came close one year with like 90, 98 he, or ninety. His rookie year, ninety three. There you and go. Then, and then but he tied it. That? He tied it again in twenty seventeen. Ninety three. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. Interesting that's stuff. Guy. Wow, uh, nice. So. I, <laughs> I'm over here one. like that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, yeah, sir. dude, you're you're absolutely right. That's pretty dope. And his there lowest in his, the lowest one in his career was 52 in 2004. His his MVP year. MVP. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, 2005. I want to say, oh, no, Barry Bonds. Yeah. Barry Bonds was another guy that didn't strike out more than 100 times a year. Maybe it was just his rookie year that he did 100. Um, Juan Soto is another guy. I think that he, yeah, this year he came yeah. came close, but I don't think he's ever struck out more than 100 times in a season. Yeah, Maybe Bar- Barry Bonds 102 in his rookie year. Yeah, there you go. Then again, same thing with Albert. Oh. 93 was his other high in mm-hmm. 89. Mm-hmm. So Crazy good, good stuff, ball players. Man. You know, you get a lot of respect by putting the ball in play. For sure. Jesus, four, he struck out only 41 times. Barry did. <laughs> Only 41 times in 2004 Jesus. With, with, 300, with 373 plate appearances or at bats. 232 or, or, or 617 plate appearances. Yeah. Jesus. Dang. So Juan Soto, <laughs> back to Juan Soto. His rookie year, 2018, 99 strikeouts. Ooh, and that's the closest time. Wow. No, no. And then 2019, his second year, uh, he had 132 strikeouts. Oh, fuck. But man. I think that is the year that they won the World Series, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, whatever. 2020, right? 350 batting average. 1.185 <laughs> OPS. Dude, oh, God. Yeah, he should have won the MVP. In 2020. Yeah, dude, Juan Soto is one of those guys that's just going to dominate the league in the years to come. Wander Franco is going to be up there, too. Um, who else, man? I mean, Tatis is going to be good for a long time, too. I just yeah. think that, you know, those are the types of players that when they just come up their first year and they just start smashing, like, that's mm-hmm. that's it. Ty France, you know, there's my Mariner reference. Ty France is going to be one of those guys eventually. <laughs> it's about time. Who's going who's gonna to get 30 homers, 100 RBIs, bat 300. I think his the last season that he was in the minor leagues in AAA, he hit like 399 with like damn near 30 home runs. Damn. damn. So Ty France is one of those guys that'll be up there eventually. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah uh, let's good. move on to another subject here. Good shit. Matt Vaskersian leaving ESPN to focus full-time on his MLB network duties and the Angels play Los Angelitos. Duties. I like that. 
I like that. Yeah. I, I, as an Angel fan, I liked Vaskersian in the booth, like his excitement and stuff like that. But there was times where you can tell that he wasn't there full time, whether it be like, oh, so-and-so taking the mound tomorrow when, you know, three hours earlier it was announced that he got pushed back a day or something like that. So it was like, oh, he obviously didn't, you know, uh, get updated on that. But it's like, yeah, he was juggling so many different things. You kind of understood it. But there was some stuff like that where during a game he would say something. It's like, no, that's not right because they talked about it, you know, a day ago or whatever. But, yeah, I guess A-Rod isn't um, as fun to work with as uh, people think, I guess. Apparently not. People leaving him left and right. Yeah, he's a diva, right? <laughs> uh, uh, as he's as yeah. he's on the Fox broadcast right now, as a post game with uh, with uh, Ortiz and Frank Thomas. Yeah. Oh shit! I, 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 do, I know I know I like Matt version. Ruben, sorry, yeah, DH, uh, not to cut you off again. I I've done that several times today, but uh, hey, man, blame Ru- Zoom. Was that yeah? Zoom fucking Zoom sucks ass. Um, <laughs> we're gonna try something new. Uh, but Ruben has mentioned on the podcast before. Uh, how like there there was like a photo session that A Rod did where he's like looking at himself in the mirror and stuff and oh yeah when yeah. he was a player I remember that yeah, yeah. it was like looking so, like he's like his own he, eyes. he's very he reminds me of me you know just like very into himself and just <laughs> like he's focused on just perfection you know just being a being an alpha male go. but he's like he's failed he's beta he's very beta but yeah, <laughs> yeah it, you know it's, that's it's, Vescursion also has MLB Network, like you mentioned. So he could be doing. I mean, he called the game today, didn't he? With the with the socks. So yeah, uh, he could be spending time there. Angels more. It was just funny though. He did. I think the last game or the Saturday game for the Angels against uh, Seattle. And during it, they mentioned that it was his last game of the, of the season. And he was kind of like, man, you know, I really love working with this team. This team is the best team I ever worked with. And I'm back. And everyone like Angel Twitter wise, like, oh. I guess that means that A Rod's not that good because he's been working hit for them for years. Yeah. You know the thing about another thing about A Rod is um uh I read in Joe Torrey's book uh the Yankee Years that he came out with a few years ago and he talks about like every like how his experience was with the Yankees and all that and he talks specifically talks about A Rod and how like A Rod was very self conscious about about uh he wanted the world not appearance necessarily but like he wanted to the world to know that he was good at baseball. Right. Like if, I don't know if that makes any sense, but so he would just like, there was certain things that he would do. And, um, so I think that's probably carried over into, into his broadcasting career. So he, he probably just goes on tangents. Like they come off as tangents to us, but to him, he's like, I need the world to know that I know about baseball. Like I'm smart at yeah, baseball. And I'm it's, good at it. And sometimes it, and it kind of comes off like mansplaining. Like I, I, yes. uh, Yes, like exactly. uh, uh, I forgot what it was, but Vasquez was like, "Oh, do you agree with that call?" Or Vasquez was like, "No, you know what? I think that's the right call." And and here comes Arod. Actually, <laughs> yes. I don't think so. And let me tell you why. It's like, oh damn, dude, He's like putting him like straight on blast in the middle of a broadcast. It's like I can see how that can get annoying really yeah. quickly. Yeah. So Arod, Arod, Arod's that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Vaskersian, though, it, I can definitely tell in like the last couple of games that he was calling for, uh, against the Mariners that he was having a hard time rooting for rooting for. No, I'm sorry. He was having a hard time uh, keeping his like Mariner fanhood under wraps a little. He's not a Mariners fan per se, but like just the whole time, you know, talking about how Mariners only need to win this game and tomorrow right. to get into it. We'll see what happens. And, <laughs> you know, he's definitely still kind of like an overall MLB broadcaster. But yeah, I think that if he gets a chance, 
yeah, if he gets a chance to focus on the Angels a little bit more, then that'll change. But he, I love his home run calls. You know, this fool yeah, just absolutely yeah. loses Santa it. Santa Maria. When they, when they, <laughs> that ball just hit the catwalk. And there's no catwalk. <laughs> yeah, and right. so <laughs> he just like, he. I love the, the fact that he gets super excited into it. And uh, I think he's great for the Angels. And it makes it hard for me to not watch Angels games. Right. Because he's on the broadcast. And I almost feel like I watch the game because of him. Yeah, he uh he had a great call at the beginning of the year. Jared Walsh hit a walk-off home run against uh the White Sox actually. I think at the beginning the first series of the of the of the season and he just yells out, "He went to Jared's." And that was kind of like his uh <laughs> his one of his one of his best calls uh this season and then just That's funny. He and it was funny they were talking about the last time they were in Chicago and they were talking about, "Oh yeah, his home run this and that." And then right as he said that Walsh hits another home run, and he just he did it again. He just because you're right, he gets yeah. real animated, like he yells it. Yeah, he did it again. It was, uh, <laughs> There's nobody like him, and and that's probably the reason why they put him on the MLB the Show, you know? For, right? Yeah. yeah. For MLB that's the, the real show. question. Like, Hopefully he's, he's still back there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember back in the day, uh, ninety like the late nineties, uh, for some of the games on N64, they had uh, Michael K on the uh yeah on the broadcast mm -hmm. and he's the yankee guy mm -hmm. and and now I, I hear his voice and i'm like dude that's like that's crazy i remember hearing him on the video games so michael <laughs> king vascursion forever gonna live in uh in in my broadcaster fanhood dreams. but yeah, there's oh, also yeah. two there's, there's like a handful of those guys the disrespect dh like uh john miller he's with the giants now he's still pretty good john miller um when yeah. he was and when he used to work with joe morgan on the og baseball uh, sunday night baseball like though they're oh, the yeah. John Miller was a man. Dude, yeah. they were classic voices, dude. Like I wish I wish that that still existed. Like you that's something that I think ESPN fucked up with, with Sunday mm. night baseball. Yeah. But it is what I it is. I wonder who they're gonna get. I wonder who they're gonna get to replace them. But those kind of guys, you know, the John Miller and then uh who else? Bob Euchre is still is still doing oh, his yeah. thing. Doing it. Yeah. I think yeah, I think he passed uh Vince Scully as far as like how many years he's been with you know the team. Not the huh. Vince Scully with the Dodgers, yeah. and then Bob Euchre with the Brewers. I think he's he's at yeah. fifty years now. Yeah. Jesus, I know wow. Vin, Vince so. Scully was calling like he wasn't just doing Dodger games like early on, right? Oh, true. He yeah. eventually he, he eventually doing, he was doing like national stuff too. Yeah, yeah, he was mm -hmm. eventually um, just uh, exclusive with the Dodgers, but uh, but I know I think he was calling. It was one of the no hitters, right? That that he called, or was it Hank Aaron's? Uh, uh, record breaking home run that he was calling, or something like that. I think it was the home run. I think it was. Yeah. Um, Are we talking about Bob Uecker? No, no, uh, no Scully. Scully. Oh, Scully, yeah. I don't know, man, but a lot of those iconic calls definitely, you know, live in a lot of people's memories, not just because of what happened, but because of the, the person calling, you know, the play. Yeah. Yes. So good stuff, though. Who do the Red Sox have? The Red Sox have uh, Eckersley, we, right? We have uh, the main guy, the color guy is Dave O'Brien. No, the play by play is Dave O'Brien. And then the analysts are uh, Eckersley, uh, Jerry Remy, uh, but Jerry okay. Remy he, he has cancer right now, so like he's he's, I don't think he's Fair coming there. back. But um, they did uh, as a matter of fact in the wild card game, they uh, they did a uh, like the ceremonial first pitch. Uh, Jerry Remy threw out to Dennis Eckersley, so I, nice. I think I think that like really hyped up the fans because like with the Red Sox culture, um, they're huge dude. Like he, I mean, you know Eckersley. Like I've sh I've shared some of the stuff that he said with you guys. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking. <laughs> He's a savage in the booth, the <laughs> savage in the booth. Like, and he, he has no chill. Like, uh, and he'll say it about 
anything about anyone and everyone like team it just opponent might be a matter and, of time. and home team yes it might be a matter of time before he says something offensive um like uh, jim Cott <laughs> did uh, during yeah. one of the broadcasts did you guys catch that i mean no i didn't catch it right away but uh, he apparently made a, a slavery reference to oh, um shit. to because uh who what game was were they calling i can't remember which player they were referencing exactly but there's a player that he was uh talking about and uh talking about how great he is and like I can't remember who who else was on was on the broadcast, but it was a general manager saying something like, "Oh yeah, when I was on this team, I was uh, trying to see if we can get one of those guys." Jim Cotton says, "Yeah, get a whole like forty <laughs> acres of them." Oh, <laughs> oh and uh, wasn't uh, wasn't the right time to bring that one out, and so he oh. had to apologize oh, on shit. air after that. Ouch. So here. I'll fact check you on this right now. As a matter of fact, on CNN uh, broadcaster Jim Cat. Uh, apologizes a game between the White Sox and the Astros. He was talking about Yohan Moncada and uh, was he Buck Showalter. About... Uh... Buck Showalter was on the on the broadcast praising his ability and said in jest, can I quote, can I have one of those when referring to the first time Showalter <laughs> saw Moncada play? Oh, and then Cott so... said <laughs> something like, yeah, get a full 40 acre of them. Oh. And... Wow. <laughs> so, but he's still, you know, that's what happens when you get 80 something year old guys out there who you start you know, flying from the hip. Fly off, like, yeah, yeah, fly off the handle and just start saying shit. Dude. It is what it is. I mean, yeah, you can't say that kind of shit these days, man. Like, it's offensive. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, who knows if he's going to call another game? But, I mean, even look hey. at man, even my fantasy team name is offensive. So, you know, I got to change that shit <laughs> eventually. I'm not going to say so that, it on air. I'm not going to say it on here what it is, but you could go look for it if you want to. That's Vaskersian is not in that kind of trouble, though. I think Vaskersian is safe. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he can he watches it a little bit better than that. Do you guys sure. do you guys get offended that he says Santa Maria and he says it in the accent or he tries at least? <laughs> That's a good no. point. No, I'm not like, I didn't even think about that. I'm just like, oh, uh, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Honestly, like, I want to know where he got that from. I'm, I'm not too easily. Yeah, for real. I'm. Not, never mind. <laughs> I will say something. <laughs> uh, hey, none of we're not all perfect. I mean, come on, let's be fucking real. No, man, you're not drinking. You're not drinking enough, Boski, to say what you wanted to say. Uh, no, you're. He had to work today. He didn't get an early start. That's why, dude. Work yeah. fucking sucked ass. I was all pissed off. I te- I text DH something. I'm like, hey man, what do you think about this? And he's like, yeah. And then he sent me a list of things. I'm like, ooh, yeah. Can't talk about it on here. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, nonetheless, you can get a day off tomorrow, Boski. So I hope the rest of the the evening yeah. into tomorrow goes a lot better for you. There you uh, go. So. I got I got plenty to do tonight. I got to edit this shit. <laughs> Got to upload all right, well, you know, all that good we'll, stuff. We'll get the show on the road for you, Boski. Last topic that I have, just that they announced the Arizona Fall League rosters. If you're not familiar with the Arizona Fall League, it's where they get a bunch of the top prospects, a lot of hot shots in the minor league systems. Uh, haven't really come up yet in the major leagues. They put them all together in Arizona and play a bunch of games, 30 to be exact. And there's six teams. All teams have uh, prospects from all 30 major yeah, leagues. Yeah, like a combination of teams, right? So It's I think like an each, all-star team, yeah. yeah each, each, I th- I, I, from To my understanding, it's each team has like players from – like a collective group of players from five different teams. So like like maybe like – do they do it based off their like division and league? No, because it changes every time. Okay. It, like the teams so, – like the they, teams – uh-huh. And, the, and the Arizona Fall League stay the same, but the teams assigned to those teams right, 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 right. change. They can rotate. Because, so, it's like, like, so it's a bit I, of a lottery. Last time I went and, yeah, I don't know how they just determine who goes where, but like when I went 
and it's fun. Like you go uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. We went to in 2019, the angels, you know, team they were assigned to were the, um, the Mesa Mesa team, the uh, solar socks, solar socks. Yeah. And then this year, Ooh. They're on uh, the Glendale team, so I, like, I, I think it I like changes. socks. I like socks. There you go, but it's cool though because if you ever are thinking about going, you go, you pay like a flat rate, yeah, and then mm, all you the can games. pretty much sit sit wherever you want in the stadium, and and mm. it's like almost like spring training, almost, but a lot less to where me and my brother went. He took his two kids. We kind of sat down the line a little bit more because everyone kind of crowds like obviously behind home plate and stuff like right. that. But we were down the line, probably even with like the third base and we had the whole section from for ourselves. And so his kids can like run up and down the aisles and not worry about like getting in people's way or, yeah. and they were just running around having a fun time. So Man, sick it, that's a, a sick invite. <laughs> yeah. 2019. <laughs> it was a turn. It was a turnaround trip too. We went out okay. down there uh, on a Saturday and came back that night. Nice. That sounds, that sounds yes. like, that sounds fun. This year it's a hundred dollars for a flat rate to be able to oh, go yeah. to pretty much whatever game you Un- want. So yeah, whatever. Unlimited. That's tight. So those six teams, Boski, um, are the Glendale Desert Dogs, Mesa Solar Sox, Peoria Javelinas, Salt River Rafters, and the Scottsdale Scorpions, and the Surprise Saguaros. The River Rafters. <laughs> <laughs> That's borderline, isn't it? That's, borderline. That's very, very borderline. <laughs> if this was Texas, if it was Texas, it would be a whole different meeting. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. So of those six teams for Glendale, it will be the Angels, Houston Astros, St. Louis Cardinals, the Dodgers, the White Sox. The Mesa Solar Sox have the A's, the Blue Jays, the Cubs, the Marlins, and the Orioles. The Trash. Peoria Javelinas <laughs> will have the Braves, the Mariners, the Padres, the Phillies, the Pirates. Salt River Rafters are going to have the Brewers, the Diamondbacks, the Mets, the Rockies, the Tigers. Scottsdale Scorpions are yeah. going to have. Hold on, is it Scottsdale Scorpions? Uh, yeah. yeah, Scottsdale Scorpions uh, are going to have the Giants, the Indians, the Rays, the Red Sox, the Twins, and surprise, Saguaros have the Nationals, the Reds, the Rangers, the Royals, the Yankees. Interesting, interesting. Go Scorpions! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, dude. And so that's that. They play 30 games. They have a championship uh, in November. I think it's on the 20th. And then they have a Fall Stars game on the 13th. And those games are going to be televised on MLB Network. Interesting. We got to check that out one year. I mean, I don't know if this year it's going to be a little rough for me. But that'd be interesting to go go do that, to go check that out. Yeah, it's it's cheap. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was saying it's cheap. It's easy. And too, if you, especially if you know prospects for the whatever team you you root for, it's a real easy way to get them for like autographs or photos or whatever, you know. It's just it, it, that's and then honestly, that's how I got to know some of the guys I know through the Angels is just seeing them in minor leagues and like, oh, rather the folly, okay, let's go down there for the day and talk to them a little bit before and after the game. It's 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 like what spring training used to be like. 10 15 years ago before it got all crazy and and so wow. they're just like they're just kind of like readily not readily available but they're they're fairly available yeah so like when we went to um in 19 you, you the, the way that's that the what was it we were in uh mesa the stadium's in one place but they have to walk down like a little walkway to get to the locker room and so those people lined up on each side 
and they have to walk by these crowds. So obviously, you know, most of the time they're cool with it because they're all minor league guys and they don't have a huge ton of fanfare um, unless you're like a huge name or whatever. But for the most part, yeah, it was pretty easy to get, get, you know, an autograph or a picture or something like that. So, so here we go with the Red Sox again. Uh, I'm looking at the Red Sox players that that, that are going out. Tristan Cassis, dude's a beast. Um, Jeter Downs, another beast. Connor Siebold, he actually made his major league debut uh, earlier earlier this uh, towards the end of the season, so that's nice. interesting. Oh, dude, fuck, Connor Wong. Oh, anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, seventeen yeah. of the top one hundred prospects are going to be joining these teams in the Arizona Fall League, and they're doing a few different things too. Like they're going to try out some of those um, enhancements that they wanted yeah. to bring to Baseballs. the major leagues. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, the experimental rules they'll be using are going to be the pitch timer restrictions on defensive positioning so having two yes. infielders on either side of second base I love that. larger bases the automatic ball strike system and pitchers and catchers will also be able to use pitchcom a de- pitcher catcher communication device mm-hmm. all of that will be happening in the afl this year so man, i don't know boski maybe you and i can go on a one-day trip or something you know one day turnaround let's fly out Dude, we'll, we'll get solo, there. let's fly out get there in a half hour fly backs <laughs> and let's let's see if we can make that happen so. I, I may i may be able to acquire a chauffeur a, chauffeur? Ooh, a private yes. jet no no, 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 no out right? there out there like a there. like a oh. pri- private um uh, uh what do they call them like a personal driver you know? personal oh driver. got you got you i can get you a honda accord uh maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's all, that's all i got guys so feel free to Fill in the empty space before the end of the episode here. Oh, Daniel, we we've seen we've seen the I guess you know a handful of games now between kind of like who's hot, who's not. With that, what are you are you guys rethinking your World Series pick? Are you guys kind of holding strong? How do you feel about the teams right now? Uh, I'll go first real quick. I, I feel I feel confident with the Braves because their pitching is on point and the offense will turn it around. Austin Riley hit a bomb the other day. And so I think the Braves will turn it around. The White Sox, I'm not as confident in anymore because the, the Astros offense is just too deep. So I think it's going to be Astros, Red Sox. However, I'm going to do uh, my man here, Boski, a favor, and I'm going to root for the Astros on that one. Oh, <laughs> um, realistically, I don't see the Red Sox getting past the Astros if it gets to that. Um, Astros just owned us this year watching uh, you know, in, in the season and stuff. And the Astros are just too good, man. They they got all the hitters, bro. Like, sure, maybe their 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 whole cheating scandal thing, like whatever. These dudes still know how to hit. It's playing. That'd be oh, crazy to yeah. see both of those teams though in the ALCS, Astros and the Red Sox. You know, you know I want to see though, on. like low key is, is 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 Astros Dodgers in the World Series if it all works out, like bro. a repeat of that. Bro. And then, <laughs> and then if the Astros and if the Astros win it, like what what Dodger fans are gonna say? <laughs> say the, now? I know what they're gonna say. They're gonna say they cheated. That's Dude. exactly what I don't what know how, say. but they did. <laughs> For like, real. I don't know how they did it, but they fucking cheated. Those fucking assholes. <laughs> I'm still not changing my picks. I think it's still going to be White Sox and Braves, but yeah, the Astros look scary. It would be interesting to see those two, though, Astros and the Dodgers, excuse me, in the World Series. I mean, that would be nuts for sure. Two years later. I would like to see the Brewers or the Giants in the World Series, realistically, from the uh, from the National League. Just mostly just to change it up. Right. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, just to change it up. Uh, and also just like the uniforms. Mostly like the Brewers probably have one of the best uniforms in the MLB. 
to see that uniform on mm. TV in the World Series, it's just, it's dope. Like it's almost the, it's almost college esque. It has like a very college vibe to their uniform, which I think that was probably what they were aiming for when they redesigned it. They yeah, succeeded. Yeah, yeah. As far as the American yeah, the, League, it's a goddamn coin toss. Like I don't see the white <laughs> I don't see the White Sox um, moving forward. Uh, if they go to a game five with Houston, Houston's going forward. I think Houston's going forward regardless. Um, I don't want to see the Astros in the in the Tampa Bay Rays in the ALCS. I want to see the Red Sox go forward. Obviously, you want to see a Soxy series. I want to see a Soxy series. Go. That was my original prediction. Um, yeah. So hopefully yeah, we'll see. Cro- to it. Cro- crossing fingers. But if we play the Astros, I think the Astros go to the World Series. Cross your fingers. Cross your toes. Cross your eyes. Just don't cross your balls. That is a medical emergency. Yeast. <laughs> don't get. Don't don't bust your balls either because we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Wear a <laughs> for whatever reason. Oh, it was a fact check. <laughs> yeah, um, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, the boy, the guys over at uh, Monday's Hangout. Uh, it was my privilege and honor to be on their podcast yesterday that we recorded. Wow, Boski, oh, must listen now. Yeah, yeah. It, they were in town and like you know had the equipment here, so we're like, fuck it, let's just do it real quick. Uh, it ended up being like I was asking them shit. <laughs> <laughs> moving up boski moving there up in the go. podcast world over there you here go moving i've made the f list to the d list there you go i've made <laughs> uh I, <laughs> i've made appearances on two different podcasts so shout out to me <laughs> for that <laughs> yeah i haven't met those guys yet. i mean i i met the, i met the dickerai but yes. uh, i haven't met ruben in uh, person so yeah. i look forward to the to our our meeting in person one day one day <laughs> one day Maybe if and we go to the so, Arizona yeah. Fall League. Yeah, that'd be the time to do it for sure. Definitely. So, yeah. So, well, shout uh, out to those guys, man. Yeah, li- li- look out for that. You'll find the links down below in the description to their podcast. You got any shout outs over there, Daniel? You got it. You want to shout anybody out before the podcast uh, uh, episode ends? You know, uh, SoCal Vintage Baseball. My buddy Chris, who I, I do Halo Haven with, is uh, part of that. Some old school vintage baseball. Yes. Yeah. Uh, got a W today. I think they're now six and one and tied for first and with a uh, crest line. Uh, I think they have like a, like three or four, three or four games left before they hit the playoff stretch. And that's, that's the, uh, the crest line Highlanders and uh, yep. your boy plays for the Riverside smudge pots, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Vintage. I'm talking about like pretty much oven mitts for gloves, the, mm-hmm. the dead ball, uh you know bats that weigh as much as like tree trunks pretty much so yeah uh and do they have to wear helmets no no helmets wow i like it i know guy. i know a guy that would thrive in that league no helmets and if you get hit by a ball is by a ball uh it's just ball whatever you want whatever it is it's not here take (laughs) your base so you can get plucked three or four times and then that bad and been like oh "Oh." shit all right it's ball four i guess that's it right on ball four ball eight Ball. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes there whatever it takes yeah we definitely uh, gotta like, uh, at some point t- uh take some time to go check out uh, one of those games because i know uh dh had br- uh showed me that maybe like a uh, two years ago or so you had showed me right. that like you tagged me some shit and i was like that's interesting and it, you showed it to me when it was fresh like they were they had just started it mm-hmm. yeah so, man it's good times we should definitely go check out a game i'd love i'd love to see some classic baseball yeah. You know, go back in time. Maybe I get a newspaper hat. Um, <laughs> you know, some suspenders. Yeah. Maybe offer to shine some shoes uh, in the stands for five cents. We could do a vlog and we'll uh, post it in January. It'll be great. 
That'd be dope. <laughs> oh man, do I got any shout outs? Uh, maybe I, I'm gonna shout out my guy Colton. He's uh, he was the Seattle Long? Mariners aisle attendant at the game that I went to last <laughs> Sunday. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, why am I shouting him out? Because I told him I would shout him out on my episode. I told him about Sunday League, the podcast, and oh, I was right, like, bro, right. do you know there's a city in California called Colton? He's oh, like, yeah, I've been there. It's in Northern California. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Right. wrong Colton. So <laughs> but how did, anyway, shout out. How did he spell He spell his name with a same C way. or a K? No, same way. Okay. Same way as that city in, in, in SoCal. And so I was like, yeah, man, check us out. And uh, hopefully I'll see you again next year. So I look yeah. forward to seeing my boy Colton next year when I go to another Mariner game. Shit. What up, Colton? And, uh, shout out, uh, shout out the sidewalk that I twisted my ankle on on Saturday. Uh, what fucking the fuck, bro? Walking like a normal human being. <laughs> Fall to the nuts and then twisting an ankle. Yeah, you're on bro, a hot streak, so, bro. So, all right, quick story, guys. I'm walking to the softball game with my daughter next to me. I had a bucket of balls on my arm. I got like. My phone in one hand i got another equipment bag in my other shoulder i'm not paying attention to where i'm walking and i step on some uneven concrete Oof. twist my ankle like it's it's swollen right now and i fucking flew to the ground <laughs> dumbass <laughs> like, like there was a magnetic attraction between my chest and the ground and oh, i flew shit. all my shit goes flying <laughs> out of my hands and on top of that so there's dramatic. like a bunch of a bunch of parents Parents that are walking the same way that I'm walking, and they see me spill my shit, and they just like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay?" <laughs> Bunch of Karens, I'm fine, huh? <laughs> fucking fine. Like I'm uh, fine, like, Karen. My, <laughs> no, they're they're cool people, but I twisted okay. my ankle, scraped my scraped my knee, I freaking tore my pants, oh, but nothing dude. hurt worse than my pride, falling in front of a <laughs> bunch of people. What was the last time you guys fell in public just walking? Uh, I never. I don't remember. Never. Never. I'm exactly. not I'm not clumsy as fuck like that. Like <laughs> exactly. So anyway. Yeah, but it kind uh, yeah, of reminds me of it reminds me of uh you, you were mentioned like carrying all the gear and shit. Reminds me of when you had to carry my gear when you lost a bet to me for whatever reason. And yeah, you had to carry my shit, dog. I got a picture. I'll, I'll yeah. I'm gonna send it to Daniel. I gotta look for it. Fun times. Proof. Fun time. So shout out to the ground for that. Shout out to the right. ground. <laughs> the ground. Let's go ground. Right, fellas, I got my I got my five bucks. Five go. bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> you know, I That's what I waited for. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I don't know when we're going to meet again, but I'm sure it'll be sometime uh, next week. Man, probably on Sunday night again. We got to do one All in right. person. We got to do one in person because, yeah. For real, for real. Daniel, pleasure having you on again, bro. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Pleasure's all ours, brother. Don't forget to check out all those podcasts that we got going on. Indeed. Daniel. Yeah, uh, yeah. Boski, Stoxy Time, All Daniel, Angels. Daniel, All Angels. Plug it. Yep. There, All Angels podcast again. Hopefully coming back uh, Sunday night. Uh, took a little time just, you know, packing, unpacking, trying to find, you know, but you <laughs> trying ain't to gone, find the equipment. But uh, you, you ain't know. gone. But I'm not gone. So uh, took a couple weeks off and now going to be back. So uh, definitely look yeah. out for that as we hit into the offseason, free agency, all that good stuff. Hell yeah. yeah. What's up? Uh, you know what time it is. Boski it's Soxy time. Check that out. On Soxy time. Yeah. Yes, sir. Found me a sick ass beat. I'm loving it. I, I I fucking put some like some like the announcers' voiceovers and shit on there, like just to spice it up a little bit, jazz it up. So coming up nice. on the D list there, Boski. Better watch yep. out, everybody. On that D list yeah, on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> All right then.
All right. I'm out D- then, fellas. DH, no podcast for you, dog. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, look out for it in the future, though. We got we got some things in the works. Trust me. Things in the works coming down real soon. There you go. Look out for that. All right, fellas. I'm out. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Have a good one. Catch y'all next week.